It looks like that the vaccine has just rolled snake eyes for the rest of the Western world. The cops are shooting 13-year-old kids, 20-year-old fathers, but their histories are not what you think they are. The Russian bounty was basically bumpkiss. A longer view on the vaccine, our social situation, and what it matters to you. Upcoming episodes, and from where? And finally, chimeric embryos, the space helicopter, large parts of the Earth may have come from a dead planet, and that's ways from Uranus? No, it has nothing to do with the COVID vaccine, and all the news of the week. All this and more on episode 25, season 2 of Beyond This Earth. Welcome to Beyond This Earth. This is Nova Hollaback. We have got a lot of news today. I don't think it's going to fit the dirty minutes today. I don't, I doubt it will, but we're going to try. Remember what I said in the special, in the bonuses that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. I said, if they fail on any of these vaccines, Carl Denninger said 10% chance that they were going to succeed on all of these vaccines. 10% chance. If they failed on even one of those vaccines, this society is basically going southwards towards hell. They bet the whole Western world on these vaccines. And then the news media came up and said that the FDC and the, that's the FDA and the CDC, pardon me, said that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is not viable and more tests need to be done. The AstraZeneca vaccine has been banned in Denmark. And not ironically, after being banned in Denmark, the principal medical officer for the Danish Medicines Agency collapsed during a press conference. Some had said that she recently took this particular vaccine. It was only a couple of hours before, a couple of hours after the Danish government banned the AstraZeneca vaccine. This sends shockwaves throughout the nation as more incidences came about. We had someone that had a stroke after taking the vaccine. He was basically healthy. We had another case of the how do we say the, another case of clots in the nose concerning this particular vaccine with another female. Most of the side effects from the Johnson & Johnson vaccine come from these females who are at least 40 to 60 years old 
one of them has died. And the CDC said halt on the J&J vaccine. The AstraZeneca vaccine is not available in the States. The Danish have already banned it from their country. The EU are considering a full ban on all of the EU main nations. It is absolutely positively sickening to see. Absolutely sickening. And to make matters worse, it turns out that the vaccine for Pfizer will need a booster shot. In the second segment, we will tell you how long these particular vaccinations, that's all the vaccinations or the majority of the vaccination take to take long and how long they will last. If it is fully permanent, which I am not sure if this thing is dissipating in what we are about to discuss in the next segment and how we are going and how people are going to survive all this. A family member of mine is involved and I am deeply concerned. So I am not talking about this out my head or none of you should think that this is a joke. This is serious. And I do not play games. Even though we haven't talked in a long time, I do not play games with the people that have been around me for a long time, the people that I know. So when I'm hearing about this particular vaccine and all the symptoms that have taken place, something's wrong and it needs to be found out quickly before real disasters take place. We'll mention more in the second segment. Oh. Let's get to the AP style book. It's a Twitter handle run by the Associated Press. They recently posted a missive on why we shouldn't call those that cheats on their wives those women that are with men who cheating on their wives, mistresses anymore, because it doesn't fit the standards that we fit now. It don't fit the standards that we are a part of today, but it is kind of sickening. They got ratioed on Twitter and other the other places as well, but you know how it is. It is nothing but bullshit, especially coming from the press. Let's talk about a big story that recently got expounded with a Twitter ban. So, Matt Gates, he has been accused of <laughs> soliciting sets to a minor or soliciting sets for, for a minor or what have you. And CNN kept getting on the story. It turns out that the story has way too many holes in 
each aspect of it. It also comes down to the point of other particular things concerning the case. And it is kind of shocking how very, very, very sick this story looks on his face. But I have said it before and I said it again and I'll continue to say it now. Prostitution in all its forms need to be curtailed. So stories like these would have a very simple ending. I don't think Matt Gates did anything right in this situation, but CNN overplayed their hand, overplayed their hand to the point where they made up a lot of shit. James O'Keefe found that information and found a whole lot of damaging evidence to the scent, to the same sense. It got to a point where Twitter decided to take away his check mark, and then they took away his check mark a while back, but it later on ended into his permanent dismissal from the platform. Mr. O'Keefe will threaten to sue Twitter. He already won the case for the preliminary hearing to go after the times. And it's almost to the point where he might be able to have a case against Twitter as well. It is a insane, insane story about this Matt Gates case and all the others as well and the connections that they have mentioned about how they enhanced Biden and a lot of other things in that particular nature. I'm not going to say too much about that concerning what's going on in that particular issue in Washington. But this Matt Gates case is not over. It has been enhanced and fortified by CNN in a way that has quite made me question a lot of things about this case. It still doesn't change the fact that we have to figure out a way how to stop this prostitution movement that is going around all over the place. And it is going to get worse before it even gets better. Let us go to the biggest problem that we have concerning men and women today. I mentioned this in the specials. Religion and positive masculinity. That we did on January 28th all the way up to March 6th. And I mentioned about the great deficit. There was a Twitter user that pretty much stated in the basic sense that the reason why we are atomized and not enough children are being born is because the communities are not being built. 
the communities that allow men to be successful as men and allow women to be successful as women are not being built. They're being anonymized on all sense of the terms. And there is no place right now because of the lack of community that many women can meet each other, see each other, how they handle game in that particular sense and where some will succeed, some will fail, some will move on to other places. It's just, just the basic way of life. But we can't even have that because communities are being anonymized. And the reason they're being anonymized is because of these major corporations and the way the cities handle crime, which we were going to get to in about a couple of minutes and other things of that particular nature. The thing is, is that this is leading into a humongous issue concerning with the STD rise, especially with chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis that are being spread for the past six years running. And what I mean by the past six years running since 2014. And this is directly connected to both the rise of Tinder and Grindr. Grinder with its use has the largest of gonorrhea and chlamydia, whereas with Tinder is mostly syphilis, gonorrhea, and chlamydia between those particular users or that particular generation that are implied to be using both Tinder and Grinder in that particular in no particular terms. Plus, we have the situation with um, OnlyFans, which has also made these things also explode into even greater degrees. What we're having is, is that a much dangerous thing is also happening. This particular thing concerning gonorrhea, syphilis, and other particular STDs were almost gone by 2000, and they were almost non-existent by 2000. Basically, it was because of both abstinence-only education, which some have said is not the reason. I'm saying that there was some benefit. I did not say full benefit. I said there was some benefit to it. And then the condom usage, which had some benefit, but not all the benefit. Um, But a lot of it is not because of... But the reason why it has risen back is because this was somewhat of a generational thing, somewhat of a millennial thing, but it's a little bit less now with the Gen Zers who are now seeing the bullshit, but not fully. So one of the things that's happening is that Tinder is now aiming their aim, is now pushing their aim towards the younger set, which is the Gen Zers who are mostly on TikTok. Uh, not so much liberal in that particular sense, but they are tending to meet up with a lot of older men with the females, and it's going to be disastrous for Tinder and for the rest of these young men trying to get with these young girls because they will always aim towards those that have basic security, basic security needs, and all the rest of these things, a little bit of danger on the side, and all the rest of it. The thing that I was about to mention about the syphilis is that a lot, the 400% rise is on congenital syphilis. 
that means mothers that are having children who are born with the syphilis already in their system. And when you see pictures of children being born with syphilis based on with my mother who has syphilis that has not been taken care of, it is a disgusting sight to see. I don't want you to go on on DuckGoGo, DuckDuckGo or Bing or Google and look up that one. It will make you fucking cringe. But y'all have to also wonder who would do such a thing. Or who is the father that didn't take care of himself? Or who is the mother that didn't take her take care of herself and did not know a baby was coming? This is a disaster. Now it's all over the place. And pretty much, and, and here's what the worst part about this is. Add with the vaccine, and we know the issues with the vaccine, especially with pregnancy. If you are pregnant, you can't take the vaccine. Is this thing? If is the vaccine's issues sexually transmission transmitted in a way where the father who might be vaccinated takes this vaccine to a woman who is not vaccinated, and then. We don't know if she had committed before all the rest of these things. These things get reactivated. You never know. We're in heading towards a human tragedy that I doubt humanity will wake up from. We're here. We're going to explain more about this in the second segment. But let us continue. It goes to the jury Monday. That is the Chauvin trial over in Minneapolis. And speaking in Minneapolis, there was a shooting that took place. A woman, a trainee, was worked for the Brooklyn Lane Police Department for 24 years and was working with the trainee, who's also, who's just a recent cop, by the way, mistaken her taser for a gun and shot a 20-year-old man. The man passed away. This young man had a background in so far saying that he was wanted on certain cases concerning with armed robbery that he never showed up for that particular case for. Again, this was just bad policing all around. This was a simple tase, take, and then sent to the police to, to the police department to to questioning, booking, that's it. But it's should not have led into this particular situation in the first place because it seems that the justice system in particular in that area of Minneapolis did not do its job concerning this young man. Basically, this young man did certain things. 
committed certain crimes. And he needed to be taken care of in that justice system and be punished for those crimes that he committed, not to be shot at like a dog and basically be killed for things that were not connected to the situation at hand. It absolutely makes no sense. A similar thing happened in Chicago, whereas a 13-year-old boy was shot two times by a Chicago police officer. CBS News decided to play fast and loose with the facts, which was already seen on the accountability website that the Chicago police recently put out since this whole thing, not only with Trayvon Martin and others started around, but with Mr. Floyd as well. So they set up this website that had all that information there. Because of the censorship that certain websites and certain news organization had placed, they decided to halt the video at certain aspects of the place. It turns out that CBS edited parts of the video that CBS News made. We'll get to them in, in, the, in the second segment because it's connected to everything around and we'll mention something else too. They edited parts of the video to showcase that the boy did not have a gun. But when you go into the website of the accountability website of the Chicago Police Department, it shows for at least a half a second or at least a half a millisecond, it did show him with a gun that seems to be emptied when you looked at the other pictures and the other evidence that this particular accountability website takes place. So it shows that the gun was spent. Now he drops the gun. After this, he cannot pick up the gun. Now, it's not an automatic, but at that particular moment, it is put him down. It is put him down. Do not shoot. Put him down. Put the handcuffs off him, on him and take him to the for questioning. It was not Diddy. He dropped the gun, shoot him. Again, bad police form. And again, this has set problems in Chicago. Once again, it has become a problem that the police officers are not doing their job when it comes to these particular things. They are not doing basic training in all forms. It is becoming a deeply scary problem that if they're not doing the policing in the right form, in all forms, we're having a humongous issue in our hands. Nobody was armed. The young boy dropped his gun. At that point, it is to capture him Put him down, ask him to turn around, put your hands behind your back, and put the handcuffs on him. Not to go kill him, this, that, and the other thing. It's absolutely disappointing. 
on both of these incidences. And now more questions about policing are coming and taking place. Although if you go to Twitter and all the rest of it, you're not going to hear the full story. But now we're seeing the degradation of society right in front of our faces. Speaking of the case of George of Derek Chauvin, we're going to have a verdict within the next couple of days. The major cities around the country are using contingency plans if the case does not go the way a lot of people wish it to go as Derek Chauvin guilty, sentencing, and the rest of these particular things. As watching the case, as an observer who has not watched much of the case, the prosecution has not done themselves any favors into helping their own case. They had some interesting moments where they got certain people to say certain things, but the defense was always on point on certain aspects, but in one of their particular cross-examinations when they brought their own the defense, brought their own people in that particular in the particular case, one of them made the statement of carbon monoxide poisoning coming from the results of the car. Uh, I don't think that was good form per se. That wasn't the, much the case. Whereas we have the issues with the fentanyl, the possible COVID explanation as well, the possible COVID infection, and other particular things of that nature. But Again, the optics look bad for Chauvin, but the way cases like these get handled, it is not going to be pretty. This has led into a question about qualified immunity for the police officers. It's reached a point that it may not be it should not be available. Once that takes place, it don't look good for police officers then they don't have much jobs and all the other things, you're going to see a rise in private security firms if they do not lead into a possible nationalization of the police force, which um, James LaFron had mentioned several times in certain, in certain podcasts over the internet that he has mentioned that Yes, there could be a nationalization of the police force. I I don't know if that's going to be the case. And one particular aspect that you need to understand concerning this particular case and future cases surrounding this issue is that a lot of these police officers were not built to become police officers, detectives, and keepers of the peace. A lot of them were, a lot of these people would have been better off working in manufacturing and construction and all these other things in in just building stuff for the people, for, for the nation, you know, construction, cars, that sort of thing. But because of the things that have taken place over the last 30 some years, a lot of them wanted, a lot of them couldn't find those jobs. 
So a lot of them went into the cop to become cops. Sometimes firemen, police off firemen, and a lot of them went into the cop world and into the cop union. They have a union. You pay your union dues. You get the certain things. It's not a lazy job, but it's a difficult job. But they're not. They're not in. They're not with the right constitution to become a police officer. And there you see the problem at hand. And it's extremely sad to see. We'll have more information about this possibly next week on Beyond This Earth. We'll let you know about that in our third segment. The Russian bounty was fake news. And a lot of people from Democrats and certain Republicans were running the spin move on the media. They pretty much ran with it during the latter parts of the Trump administration. It turns out that this thing was unsubstantiated, and nobody knows where that particular information comes from. It's sad. It is really, really, really sad. The ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, has hit a roadblock, and it's Tucker Carlson. 1,500 rabbis have sent letters to the ADL saying that Tucker Carlson has done nothing wrong and has said nothing wrong concerning a certain issue about replacement population. They want a population to replace certain people in order to have, continue the Democrats' power structure, which is basically what he says. A lot of people have considered it a racist argument. The rabbis are saying no. The ADL saying yes. It's a it's it's sad to see. But the fissures in this country is just absolutely amazing. It's just absolutely amazing to watch and see. Just observe it for what it is and understand and put it into your in the back of your mind and realize that there are reasons why all of these things are happening right in front of your face. And it has nothing to do with replacement population, has nothing to do necessarily with the opioid genocide that has taken place among white and African-American Populations, it has everything to do with the way the people that have, we have given power through elections to become our leaders of both our state, local, and federal governments view and see us. They do not like us. They do not want us to exist. If they could do it, they could push us all out of the cities if they want to. They do not care. And... If they have to bring other people from other countries in order to continue their power structures or the way they see life, then that's better for them. Yo, people have to understand this and figure out ways how to mitigate these tragedies that are being placed upon everybody. Because it is a tragedy. 
I'm back to January 6th. There will be no charges on the officer that shot Ashley Babbitt. The officer that passed away, the Naval, well, the Naval Reserve, the Air Force Reserve officer that was in the Capitol that got shot by a cop of the Capitol Police. There will be no charges being sent towards the being towards that particular police officer. There have been more information concerning about what happened on that particular day. And one of them being that there was, there could have been, or there may have been a standout order sent by the mayor of the town to the, I'm not saying that the mayor of the town, but there could have been a stand down order by somebody in the police force or somebody in the national guard that allowed this thing to take place. So it could have been dereliction of duty concerning what happened with that particular incident, as it were. There are more protests being going around all over the world. There are more things going around in Minnesota and in Chicago and in Portland once again. So the whole world is breaking down right at the seams and we're going to keep looking at these particular things with an observant eye as the summer begins and the real tragedy of humanity starts to take place. We'll be right back with the second segment right after this on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. return you to beyond this earth welcome back to beyond this earth this is Novid Hollerbeck here we heard all the situations with the vaccine for the New York Post we have one particular incident with the Johnson & Johnson vaccine of a man having a stroke after taking the vaccination shot we have certain situations where with the Moderna or the AstraZeneca vaccine, I'm not sure which. It may have been the Pfizer vaccine. A child hasn't been able to keep his food down. We have other incidences as well as it develops with, especially the J&J vaccine of the blood cots and one person dying. We know all about those particular things as well. Anyway, when it comes to those particular situations, it comes to apparent that we're doing the wrong things concerning this particular vaccination issue. And it has become apparent to me that this is a part of a much larger and more difficult problem. And it is going to become apparent to everyone here on what type of situations you gonna have in the next couple of years and the days and years ahead because this is not gonna be solved in just another day. It's not gonna be solved in a day. 
It's not going to be solved in a second or an hour or what have you. This is going to have to take a long time to, to reconcile itself. And now we have situations going on with uh, Ontario, Canada, that they have basically locked down and it is basically a police state. Um, they have locked the doors to the rest of Canada around that particular area of Ontario. Nobody can come in and out without uh, a reason why they would be leaving. They're not sure when this thing will stop. They're not sure how they're going to get the vaccinations done. It is almost like Rob Ford is playing both sides of his mouth. And it has become a very difficult situation to handle. We are deeply sorry for those that are going through this particular thing in Ottawa at this particular time. Interestingly enough, the indigenous populations are not in that particular situation. So they are going to have to, they're being taken care of by their own tribal issues concerning these particular things as well. So there's certain things that are being happening in that particular place as well. A lot of these things are going to come up and it, it, it's going to be a disaster if a similar thing happens in the other particular places in the United States now, especially with um, these issues with the cops and all the rest of these things as well. I mentioned in the first segment about this dealing with offshoring and all the rest of it. But I think it's time for all of us to come to a realization and come to an absolute focus about what is going on right now. And I think that it is time for all of us to take stock in what has happened in the last several, let's just say the last 18 months to 20 months to at least two years. Because I think that this was the this is the combination of all of these disasters that has started from Occupy Wall Street up until the present day. It's a 10-year story. And I think that we're reaching a point ultimately of these particular cycles ending, and we're moving towards something where the leaders of the world can have a handle on their population in the sense that they will know what the population is doing at all times, at all places, at all particular aspects, but there will be no such thing as leadership. It is just micromanagement turtles all the way down. And when one turtle sneezes, the whole edifice disappears. What happens when the whole edifice disappears? They're going to go. It's going to be run riot all over the place. I think that a lot of people are beginning to witness and see from their friends, from those they wanted to help, from those that they want to see succeed and whatnot. I think you are beginning to see the aspects of human society that we took for granted starting to break apart in a way that it cannot recover and it is heading towards a place where y'all do not want to see it go. I think that one of the reasons why we had this rise 
in what people consider the manosphere, as it were, was that for at least 30-something years, there was something wrong with the body politic and the society of the body politic in a lot of the Western world. It started small. It was seen as jokes. It was seen as, oh, she needed some a little bit of brevity. He needs a little bit of tact, that sort of thing. But it reached to a point where technology exposed something that was beginning to start happening from the night from the late 1960s onwards. Let's say 65. Let's say maybe after 1962, possibly, if we want to be accurate with that situation. And now in 2021, we're seeing the actual result of all these things that have been plotted, planned from that particular time forward. And now we're seeing that we have a society of men in particular that are not willing to step up or step up for the wrong things or step up for their own self-aggrandizement in order for them to make them feel better about themselves and the peer pressure that has been placed upon a lot of these young men, especially from conservative and especially from liberal on on both liberal and conservative ends for their own ways and their own means in order to continue the bullshit that has been continued. I'm going to make this very clear for everyone here. And this is what I have begun to realize. And I have given enough time into looking at the at these particular issues and finally coming up with certain observations that need to be stated and some of it i'm gonna have to make it very clear that it's not against anybody nobody necessarily is against all the things that people are seeing and what they're doing but we need to really really focus on these particular things and these are the reasons why those things are happening. These things are happening. This has nothing to do with the vaccine. All of this has nothing to do with the vaccine. This has nothing to do with trying to get people back into their state of life. That's not what it is. It's almost in a way not necessarily connected to money. Even though Carl Denninger has made beautifully in his recent talk, in his recent tickers about these particular issues. It is not about all of this. While Rollo Tomasi, Kevin Samuels, and other particular men have mentioned and are making of note is that Western society, American society, whether it did it through malfeasance, 
whether it did it through all these other particular such all these other things whether they did it by on purpose whether it did it because it had to solve a problem whether it did it through any other particular things has basically sold via the medical industry and the medical insurance industry down the river millennial cult millennial generation a majority of the Gen Zers, whatever children it comes from the millennial Gen Z or, or millennial, millennial Gen Z or Gen Z or anybody that has come from the next two generations afterward. They sold them down the river. So the older generations, especially the baby boomers, can live another six months on this planet. That's one. They have, I'm going to make this also clear, and this is another sad reality of this situation here, which is what Rolo Tomasi is ultimately saying. Basically, when it comes to this thing with the presses, and this is not about hating women and all the rest of these things, do you want to give any more of your energy Emotion, time, will to a society that is willing to experiment on you so they can open the doors to continue to put you down as a man. Do you want to continue to feed a society that's ultimately going to put you down? That is the basic premise of all of his books. That is the basic premise of everything that's going around that John Michael Breer is saying. That is the basic premise of what Michael Tessarian has been saying from the get-go. How long are you going to keep this edifice on top of its own pedestal that ultimately deceived you since you were five years old, had lied to you about how women behave, have given women too much carte blanche in things that they have no idea how to handle, had given them the rites of passage for men when they were 16 years old concerning prom, has convinced other men who have already have good relationships with women to demean others that do not want to have those types of relationships they have with women or with others, has then separate men from men in a non-sexual manner from doing things that will help all men try to figure a way out way around the problems of the ways the state sees men and their ways and how they do and how they handle life and all the rest of these things that has created a subsection of businesses that as long as you play by their game and play by their rules you will be showered with money but as soon as you do something that 
promotes your values, that promotes the good in life, you are the you are the seen as an evil person or going with supremacy as they call it. And all of it has combined into things that will lead certain people to make the decision that are basically going to affect the rest of their lives and going to affect the future of themselves or if possible, their children's lives and their grandchildren's lives. There were some things that were said on Zoe Williams' program a couple of months ago that Jeff Brown had mentioned that a lot of people, it went over a lot of people's heads. And one of the things that he said is that this society is about to get ready to start splitting humanity apart. That is, is basically what he said. Now, I said it too in a certain, in a different direction. Now I see the problem. And now I'm telling you that they are doing it right in front of your face. It's being done in Ottawa now. They're doing it right in front of your face. They did it in New Zealand. They did it in all those other places. Our Western society has a humongous problem. It is somewhat, you can say, I don't want to use the racist commentary. I don't even want to use bigoted, big, the word bigoted. No. But they have a envious affection of Asian politics an Asian society that reaches to the point of unhealthiness and the way they raise their children into a state of unhealthiness that doesn't help any Asian and doesn't help the countrymen that these particular Western societies say that their fetish, perfect word, their fetish for Asian society, Asian culture, Asian anything, and trying to replicate that same type of worldview into the Western worldview, it does not work. President Obama, former President Obama tried to do this with no, not little no child left behind by race to the top. He tried to do that with that particular program. It failed. It was a Singaporean program right from Lee Kuan Yew's playbook, it failed. Why did it fail? Because he needed, there had to be a main focus for that particular thing. And he did not put it, he did not put black young children and young men in particular as that focus. That's why it failed. It thought it could work for everybody. That was not the program. Everything that Obama did concerning education came from Lee Kuan Yew, but Lee Kuan Yew knew, but in that particular aspect, he knew it was going to fail because you have to do certain other things in the rest of society in order for that to be pulled off. He didn't do it. He then still played, ultimately, leftist games, especially with Obamacare, 
on that particular milieu that made sure this whole thing with Race to the Top failed. It was going to fail. The mad situation is right out of the playbook of most Asian societies. But we have studies that said that masks don't necessarily work or masks are limited in their effectiveness. At least inside, there is a possible chance it might work, but outside all the rest of these things, no. But because, because of the way they've believed South Korea and Japan later on handled the coronavirus, that is the way they decided to use this whole thing and promote the mask and mask wearing as this thing. It is this overall fetishization of Asian politics and Asian culture that ultimately is hurting American culture because our leaders are not leaders. They are micromanagers who do not know anything about statecraft and how to run a state and do not know the factors of how to run a state and has used micromanagement tactics and leadership tactics that do not work and have never succeeded. And again, the fetishization, which is a form of racist colonial tactics, if you want to be honest with ourselves, in order to control those they feel they can no longer control. The real answer to all these problems come from you. Dear listener, what is your plan for next year? What is your fucking plan for next year? I'm asking all of y'all, what is your plan for next year? If you don't got a plan for next year, I feel sorry for you. Let me tell you what this vaccine is going to, sh what shit is going to show up. I'm going to tell you what, thing. it looks to me, whether Michael, while, while Carl Denninger may be saying this, or others are saying this and all the rest of these things, it looks to me that this virus, which should have been taken care of in two months, is going to affect all of humanity for the next 50 years. I believe there was, there is a COVID-19 virus out there. I also believe there is a flu variant that is not mixed with COVID because they're two particular different types of viruses. That we had a very bad flu season last year. We have a COVID-19 COVID-19 issue last year. We have both of them working in tandem, not mixed, but working in tandem. And everything was called COVID when it was the flu, when some of it may have been, when a lot of it may have been the flu, a lot of it may have been COVID or in the best, uh, 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 not, not the worst case scenario, both of them worked in tandem to kill a lot of American people. 
worked in tandem in different ways and in different environments to kill a lot of people. All of these particular things with this vaccine is not solving the major problem that is solving. That these people, these governments locked down, locked down on this particular virus in that particular way because they did not get the information needed or their agencies, National Institutes of Health, FDA, CDC, went around and bullshitted with the data in such a way where every entity in the United States worked against using certain drugs such as ifermethrin and all the rest of it to prove to make sure that if someone did have it they will have the opportunity to get this thing out of their system per, not on a permanent basis but at least get this thing out of their system so it won't infect them and it won't infect anybody but it is too late i'm gonna tell you this and i hate to say this to everyone here you got a year left. Carl Denninger has said this. Other people have said this. I even said this around in 2018. You got a year left before shit breaks down. The economic situation caused by this COVID vaccine, called by this COVID issue, the lockdowns and the rest of it, is not going to bring back this nation back to full health. It's not going to do that. Anything that happens concerning with George Floyd over the next couple of days is just going to make shit worse. I mean that all honestly. You have got to have a plan where you might have to spend the next three, four, five years outside of this country. I mean this. Quite honestly, I mean this. That you're going to have to get out of certain western countries at this particular time i don't want i don't want to mince my words even if you have to be homeless for a little bit it is better off than the bullshit they want to pull they want to pull the greatest con job in the history of the world in the history of the world I just want to tell you the disrespect that I see coming from this nation and Biden's people that explains why I believe all these issues concerning with trying to help Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders that live in this country is going to fall on deaf ears. We had the Masters Tournament that aired on CBS back in its regular April frame. And we had a Japanese man, Hidegi, Ma, uh, Ma, Hideki Masayama, who won his first major at the age of 29. He was a amateur that was in the Masters Amateur that took place in, I believe it took place either in 
Southeastern Asia. It's not Japan, but I took place in Southeastern Asia 10 years ago, 11 years ago. He was able to be in the Masters Championship as the low-ranked amateur that year 10 years ago as the rank amateur. He saw, I believe Tiger Woods won at the 2001 ma 2011 Masters that year. I believe he did, but I'm not sure. But in, when he was five years old, he was inspired by Tiger Woods to go get into golf. Japan is golf crazy, just like it is baseball crazy. They consider it one and two, and maybe soccer a third, and maybe auto racing a fourth, and you know, uh, wrestling's kind of like fifth place. But in that tier, golf, baseball, that sort of thing is one, two, three, four, five. What happened? See, it was in May. This is the first Japanese male Japanese person to win the championship for the Masters in its 85th year. They somehow made it to its 85th year. They thought they were going to cancel it last year, but they did it in November. Justin Johnson won that match in November. They had to switch everything for NFL. The NFL, um, the, the, the commissioner of the league is a part of the Masters um uh, a board of directors and members of the of the masters so they all talk these deals out and hash them out they're all there they, this is the power structure of american sports starts from the masters so it is so important okay and so it was a difficult time especially with japan trying to get the olympics on on its way and sabotage being done all over the place. I'll get to that in the future. Hideo Masayama won the Masters 10 under par last week. And his caddy bowed to the crowd and to the golf course in a gesture of extreme humility and respect it was a deeply touching moment and a lot of people saw it and said hey this is a man with respect on his name put on the green jacket and it fit him like a glove fast forward to a couple of yesterday to the last two days saturday and sunday mr biden in a speech trying to bring trying to speak to the new prime minister of Japan, Shigura, said that this young Japanese boy won the Masters. Now, Hideki Matsuyama is a 29-year-old man who is married and has a kid, a female child. And then came the disrespect that I thought no other did. I, I, Obama didn't even do this. Obama didn't even do this. Mr. Sugara, who is uh, of advanced age, and I could understand in certain ways that they couldn't do certain things in that particular White House, you would think that Biden would greet the man and speak to him and say, thank you for coming and all the rest of it. Uh, you will have very 
uh, you will have people with humongous um, the red carpet come out for him for somebody for a country that has been our, our ally in many ways. But the disrespect was seen and shown. Only one army member showed up to open the door for him, which was unbecoming of a head of state. And also, um, there was a certain type of disrespectful thing in saying that they didn't agree sugar, uh, they didn't tell what sugar is here for to discuss the Biden and all the rest of it. It was deeply disappointing from Biden's people. But this is how disrespect is seen. And if now our leaders on this man, Mr. Biden, said that he was going to bring about the right amount of changes to prevent these types of racist actions being done, not just to African-Americans, but recently with Asian-Americans and Pacific Islanders that are being attacked. What is happening now is that the leadership is failing, especially with another head of state from Asia. It is absolutely sickening to see, but this is the things that we are beginning and we are witnessing in front of your face that they do not care about solving the problems in this country. That just like Rob Ford is doing in Ottawa with these lockdowns, they will rather lock this whole thing down and steal and create a fetish around Asian politics, Asian culture, and so on in order to keep their power structures alive. I ask you, especially African-American men, black men, as Mr. Jett will say, are you going to take this lying down? Or are you going to get out and not feed the beast anymore? The beast that has allowed a woman who cheated on her husband, who had a relationship with someone who cheated on her, on his wife and was doing drugs on the side and got arrested for doing the same. I just want to let you know, this is your society today. Are you going to continue to accept this? I don't know if you can. I just want to end on this note to show how things have changed. There was a good person that I felt as though was a talented writer and a talented writer needed to have a little bit of help. So I was willing to give that help pointers, all these other things, put them in the right place, showcase certain things there. I was willing to do all of this. We had the time. We have the, the abilities. We have the connections. But unfortunately, he decided that the things that I tried to espouse as a good person is offensive to his friends. And I said, in the ultimate thing, I'm not trying to separate you from your friends or your colleagues, but are they helping you the way you should be helped? Are they getting you to the places you should be? Are they doing the things that are making you able to focus on the things that will make you successful? But I hate to tell him that 
that a lot of the things I said were not aimed towards him or anybody he had a relationship with or anybody he was dealing with. But unfortunately, people take my words and take my advice and my observations and they see it as being detrimental to other people. I never meant or had anything to do with aiming anything towards another person. I banter, I do all these other things. Nah. They know my heart. People know my heart now. I came from the land of X, bruh. Don't play me that. Don't play that game with me, bruh. Don't play that game. There's too many people over this internet and in real life that want to play games with me. You can't play games with me no more. Society is showing itself every single day and you are being played for suckers. Fauci out there on the news media trying to say, we speaking people like a touch of culture speaking conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. What conspiracy theory? We had a recent report coming from Judicial Watch saying that the U.S. government from 2012 was selling dead premature babies, their organs, their hearts, their legs for research into chimeric mice and all these other things. Once Trump found out about this, he stopped the program in 2012. 2018. This same government did that shit. Come up and tell me about this vaccine that they got one snake eye from Johnson and Johnson who's already been in trouble with this government dealing with baby powder of all things. That another snake eye is happening over Europe with the AstraZeneca vaccine. And then other people were talking about that the Pfizer's and Moderna vaccines are going to be seen as non-viable and the person working as the president of Pfizer is saying there could be a booster shot within the next six to seven months, which means those cards cannot be valid. Some people are just showing their cards and they're saying their cards are not valid past April or uh, uh, August of the 14th. You're going to have to get another shot in order to make sure you can go to work without, getting, without being billed like they're planning to do in one resorts and hotels in Las Vegas. Yeah, they're going to bill you $15, a negative COVID test. And it's a test of chance. This same government going to tell you, you're going to take this vaccine and you're seeing snake eyes going all over the West and somebody just fainted who already took that AstraZeneca vaccine who was a major person in the Danish Manassans agency? Stop bullshitting yourselves, boys! Where's your game plan for the next year? 
If you have no game plan for the next year, you're screwed. You ain't getting out. There are going to be, and I don't want to say this because I said it too much. There are going to be so many homeless people out in the streets that didn't take the vet and they're going to be put into places where you ain't going to see them again. They do not care. What is your game plan, people? Black man, what's your game plan? Because you're not going to be fucking these single mothers forever, motherfucker. When they say show you your card, even though we have no evidence that this that this COVID-19 is sexually transmitted. Do these bitches give a fuck? We have rising rates of syphilis, chlamydia, and gonorrhea all over the place. You motherfuckers ain't shit. What you doing, bro? What's your game plan? What is your game plan? NFTs, Bitcoin, all the rest of it, they gonna screw that shit up too. They already going after Coinbase. What you gonna do now, huh? What you gonna do now? Half of the world society is going to get locked out within the next 10 years because motherfuckers feel some sort of way. They gotta continue this prostitution paradise. They're trying to retrofit America into. You don't see what I see. I see it. I see it. You motherfuckers don't. That's your problem. Not mine. When they teach your daughters from TikTok and all the rest of these things to clap when they're doing deep, dark shit on the side with older men, and nobody's calling them out on it, or at least the parents out on it, you better believe there's gonna be problems. You don't think the elite is not seeing this and licking their chops and saying, it's all to play for, motherfuckers? You think I'm stupid? I'm not stupid, man. I saw it all, man. It's not a pretty sight. There's some people you need to get away from. You might try to help them and all the rest of these things. Kevin Samuels, all the rest of these people, they have been warning all of us that we cannot be continuing to chase pussy, especially now. And now our, our millennial, the millennial women who already had kids at 15, 16, 17 years old, already had that first child at 15, 16, 17, and a lot of these inner city communities saying now, oh, now they're looking for a man at 40, 41, 42. Bitch, you already spread your legs at 15. Shut the fuck up. You ain't shit. You ain't shit, bruh. Kevin Samuels is changing the world every single place he's going on. Joe Biden, on Adam's uh, 22, on Vlad, on all these platforms. Because none of you motherfuckers, you women went to Biden's people and talk shit about us behind our backs that we weren't worth shit. Now the bullshit is started. This is every fucking day. It's ending. You bimbos, they have been bimbos from 15 on up. It's over. The game's over. Samuel said, 
You look to your right and you look to your left and you saw nobody. He said it's an act of God. I said it was it said it was almost malicious intent. Other people are saying it was an accident. It don't matter. The realization is, is that what do you have for a society to get? Black man, what is your plan? You can't be hating a white man forever. I keep telling you this. You can't be hating white society forever. I keep telling you all this. What is your plan? Because if you take this vaccine, knowing the shit that has been happening with the J&J one, you motherfuckers are in deep shit. I keep telling y'all this. You're going to learn the hard way. When you learn the hard way, you can't have no more kids or whatever the fuck have you, or your kids come up some weird ass way, you're going to be wondering, why did you do the shit that you did? I'm just warning all of y'all. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with more Beyond This Earth right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. Sorry for that super long segment of the second segment, but it had to be done. So I know it's going to be two hours long. Uh, I didn't want to do it for that, but we couldn't fit that in 20 minutes. So it was an hour long and we had to do it. I'm sorry for that. Um, Speaking of which, uh, upcoming episodes... There might be an upcoming episode next week. If not, this is the season finale. And we won't be back until, are you ready for this? October. October. You heard me right. October. That long. There's a reason for it. It's very possible that next week I could be in a completely different place. If not, then October will be the best day, the best time to do it. If next week I'm there, then that will be the season finale. We still won't start until October. Maybe it will be shorter in October, these upcoming seasons. Maybe it will be actually be longer. You never know. If it is October and if it is longer, you're in extreme luck because then it will be a three hour. Not, no, not three hour. It will still be 90 minutes, but there will be more specials and all the rest of it because I got more time. If it's not and it's going to be 30 minutes short, then we'll just do certain things, talk about certain news items and all the rest of it, and then we'll move on from there. And that will be the episode. But it will be either next week or the next two weeks. That will be the season finale, which will make it episode 26. So we have one season of 26 episodes for that, for our first season and one season for 
with 26 episodes on the next one and i'm thinking possibly this net the third season will have 26 episodes so we will have about we already did 52 50 50 um 52 episodes this season and it will go up to 78 by 2022. 78 episodes in one place is nothing to sneeze at. We have been growing on a very slow pace, but it is growing. And I'm happy for the growth that we have. It's better to have a few viewers than fake viewers. And we'll let it grow from there. It could take uh, at least third season possibly fourth season 2023 to reach the certain masses because after a certain amount of time enough schedules that there people will come people will see, see who you are we're not going to change too much of the format we are still trying to get those interviews we're still trying to get them and once we get them i think we're going to be in a much better place so i'm just letting you know we're going to get into a better place. Just trust me on that one, folks. So, um, again, the podcast, the Omega uh, Event Omega Podcast. Now in episode two. Make sure you listen to it. Very important stuff there. Some fascinating stories that to talk about on that radio show as well. So we're gonna have all of that there done. Um, next week. If by chance, excuse me, if by chance, I'm going to do another episode next week, it will still be with the vaccines. We'll still talk about it, but a little bit less because I've already discussed everything we need to discuss about vaccines and all the rest of it. I'm going to focus a little bit more on technology in the second segment somewhat connected to what we said this week with the second segment which was extremely long but it is also important as well and how technology has really affected this thing it's not going to be pretty but it has to be said um and then we're just going to continue to do that and then that will be the season finale for that so we'll be done on that one as well and we move on from there so, folks, we'll be back with the final segment right after this on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. that are come dealing with the news especially in science there now are generic embryos being built right now or have been studied it's a human monkey chimera it is for 
pretty much for organs and organ donation to build organs out of the lab. Again, scary shit that they're doing right now and ethical concerns again popping up, but yeah, human chimp hyped a space helicopter. Well, not really a space helicopter, but Perseverance's helicopter based drone is supposedly has had a successful launch and has possibly flown up. So we'll have more details next week, if possible, if needed. Large parts of the earth came from a dead planet called Demaria, but this they said was much earlier in the lifespan of the earth. And there are X-rays from Uranus or being expelled from Uranus. That's very interesting. If you haven't seen some of the pictures from the Perseverance lander um, concerning the Perseverance rover from Mars, it's pretty beautiful and especially beautiful as our planet is going through some really tough times all over the world. And speaking of tough times, did you notice that in the Caribbean that if people didn't get vaccinated, they weren't allowed on the cruise ships? Almost forgot to tell you about that as well. Let's get to the news. More than 100 business leaders hopped on a Zoom call to talk about voicing more criticism of controversial voting bills per the Washington Post. Iran called a blackout of one of its nuclear sites, nuclear terrorism. We don't have much details, but experts are saying that it might have been a cyber attack carried out by Israel. The Chinese government has fined Alibaba a record $2.8 billion as it ramps an antitrust oversight of its own tech giants. And Alibaba said thank you in a strange sense, but a lot of people are also saying that it was more of a slap of a wrist. LG Energy and SK Innovation, two South Korean battery makers, agreed to settle a dispute that could have threatened the U.S. electrical vehicle ambitions. Microsoft is in talks to buy AI company Nuance Communications for $16 billion per Bloomberg. And we were going to talk about the WSJ, but that's in the future. That's the Wall Street Journal as the New York Times saying, ha, 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 ha. In other news of the week. England has eased his lockdown, eased the lockdown, allowing residents to shop and drink in non-essential stores for the first time in months. The U.S. posted a budget deficit of $660 billion for March, a record for the month. New Mexico became the seventh state since November to legalize recreational marijuana use for adults. We continue. Apple announced a hardware event on April 20th with the tagline Spring Loaded. There will be iPad updates that have been rumored. Quarter one revenue at the French luxury group, L. VMH 
top pre-pandemic levels. Fortnite creator Epic Games is valued at $28.7 billion after his latest funding round. Charles Schwab accidentally sent $1.2 billion to the Fidelity account of a woman in Louisiana. She spent some of the money on a house and an SUV, which has been seized. Dell is spinning out VMware, the enterprise software maker, to pay down its debt. Shares jumped 9% after hours. McDonald's is mandating anti-harassment training in locations worldwide starting next year. The ship that launched a thousand memes, including an anime version, the Ever Given, which sides called themselves Evergreen, has been seized by Egyptian authorities. They're seeking $916 million in order in compensation from its owners for blocking the Suez Canal for almost a week. Gary Gensley was confirmed by the Senate to lead the SEC. A collection of non-fungible tokens from the Digital Artist Pack sold for more than $17 million at auction house Sotheby's. China's economy grew 0.6 in the first quarter over quarter and a record 18.3 from quarter 12, uh, first quarter 2020, when the coronavirus led to severe lockdowns. The U.S. slapped sanctions on dozens of Russian nationals and companies over election meddling and cyber attacks. City and Bank of America continue to run the strong bank earnings. Walmart has made an investment in Cruise, the automotive vehicle company backed by GM, and Delta posted a $1.2 billion loss last year, but said it could turn to profitability in late summer. So that is pretty much what happened this week in the news to end this particular show. Again, folks, I would like to thank all of you who watch, who listen to our show, who listen to our specials, who were inspired by a lot of the things that people were saying that I hope that you have a better days ahead of you. We're heading to some place that a lot of people don't want to go into. When I was younger and much more spryer, Spryer, if I want to say. I always felt the end was near. That things were breaking down. That things were going to end in a certain way. That survivability was going to take place. Now, if I was the same age then that I was now that I was then, I would have realized that certain things that I thought about back then were happening now. It is what it is. And it would have been much easier for me to take than it is now. Because if I was younger than then there's nobody gonna stop me this that, and the other thing we could just 
they get judgmental around and all the rest of it. I know parents will be mad and what have you, but it is what it is. But now I'm older and you got to have perspective about a lot of things. And you got to realize that in certain ways you were lied to. And you cannot forgive those lies. But you try to help others that do not fall for those same lies. But if they do, it's hard to let go because you want to have the best for everyone. And you don't want to say that you didn't leave the world better off than it was left. But sometimes it doesn't work out that way. I came to a realization today in the last couple of days that um, the best anyone can hope for in this world is to not destroy yourself and the things that they want you to be destroyed in. And one of the things that people have got to recognize and realize is that a lot of human beings do not like you. You didn't come from the families that that want to see you succeed. You may have been locking it and you and all these other things. It's a myriad of things. You're going to come to a realization that you made decisions and a lot of them were the right decisions in the end of the day that a lot of people looking out on and observing in the you know in their own ways and in their own lives would have said this dude made a mistake but it wasn't a mistake the fight the fatal flaw in our society is that you would we attribute bad decisions and mistakes as defaults of character as problems of character. That's not true. That's not true. We are using biased perspectives that may have not even come from ourselves when it comes to other people. And the fact of the matter is, is that your society and our society. Your society is broken apart to a point where it cannot even function the way it was supposed to function. It's sad to say these things, but we have to accept it the way it is. I realize through all these things that we did this season, if this is the season finale, we're going to have to wait until October. In fact, let me give you a date on the possible day that we might come back. It will be the weekend of the ninth, the weekend of the ninth, October 9th. So that will be the date that we will be able to come back. So, that long, possibly, 
unless next week we have an episode either where we are or here depending on what happens in the next couple of days I have to realize that when I was 17 I didn't know shit now that I'm a little bit older a little bit more wiser I realize some shit and I realize that um all this talk about love and all the rest of these things it can't work in a society like this you can't have a society that has promoted prostitution in all its forms promoted all these other things in all its forms and then you expect people to have romanticism and all the rest of it can't exist in this society no way no way it might have in the past it might have been a thing in the past it might have worked out in certain ways in the past but that past was a past that did not have a lot of the things in our society that we have now. And now we have come to the realization of what and who we really are and what America really has become. And the reason why people, when they leave this country, they tend to become more successful in the things they thought America was going to give them. And that is one of the things you are going, we now are beginning to realize is that there is a culture in this society that states the following. It doesn't support prostitution. It says that it doesn't want to raise their daughters into prostitutes. But in reality, they built, especially in the latter generations, it is. They built them up as such. And it's sad. A lot of people that complain about it, the, the, the rad films and all the rest of it, they're part of the same things too. There can be no concept of complementary relationship between men and women in this particular country now because for whatever reason, women have decided that we ain't shit. And they will find every excuse to tell you otherwise. I think that we all need to come to terms to the fact that we need to give a wide breath and a wide distance to women that is, that live in this that live in this country and the wide breath is ultimately to banter all the rest of it but never be with them that's what it is 
we have to find new focus in life. And that's one of the things that I'm trying to do in order to better myself and to help other people better their own lives. We can't do it together. And if we can't better all, and if I can't do that and and I can only better my own life, that's fine by me. It's okay to be alone, folks. It's not a death sentence. There is no woman on this planet worth your soul. There is no woman on this planet worth your connection with your creator. Until women, if there is no woman that can accept that honest truth, that woman is a devil and she needs to be, and you need to be 25 fucking thousand yards away from that type of people. But they continue to bring those type of women into this world. And that is why the world is the way it is. I'm not going to switch it up for anybody. So it's going to be too late for a lot of you men. And it's going to be, it's already too late for a lot of you women. So you have to accept it as it is. I hope to be in this new place soon. I hope it will be next week. Next week, we might do a short episode. We might do a new episode. Who knows? We might do a bonus just to cover some things there. But hopefully, everything will be all right. And if I get there and great things happen, and the things that I believe will happen happen, then we already have been in a much better place than it is. I think that the rest of the world has reached a sort of tiredness that it wants to get rid of. And the realization is, is that the rest of the world doesn't think in the same way that America is thinking at this particular moment. And there will be a time where America will get off its shackles and actually become a country that people can respect and love and cherish once again. But this is not the time and this is not the place. There are a lot of men who have children similar to what DMX with his 15 children that he loved all of them so much. There are a lot of men that I know that have children who have with multiple women and all the rest of it. And I'm not saying I'm dismissing you or hating on you or all the rest of it. Decisions were made. You were all adults and you need to take responsibility. And as long as you take responsibility, that's all that matters at the end of the day. But I'm not you. And in some ways, I take it as a badge of honor that I am not you. And I did not make the same mistakes as the same decisions as you. Now, a lot of people may call me certain things because of it. I don't care. I've reached a point in my life that I said it doesn't matter to me. And all the information that I got and they said it proved my point. It proved a lot of the things that I said, did, and wanted to do were pretty much right on the money. And sometimes vanity, not pride, not envy, but vanity 
helped me survive in this world that had turned away from the greatness that brought them into this into this particular thing. But I could respect DMX despite his failings. We could love the man and respect the man as a Catholic, as a Christian, who always wanted to love God in his own way. And so I will try to love God in the right way and hope that all the disappointments that we went through, especially when we lose people that we thought that were friends, and we lost people that don't understand or people don't understand how other feel that hopefully God will see through it and get through it and show us the people that actually do care and is willing to take advice from those that truly want them to see them succeed and want to see us succeed. Thank you for listening to this season finale question mark of Beyond This Earth. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, soon to be on Amazon Music, soon to be on Stereo App. Radio Republic, and wherever you get your radio shows. Take care of yourselves. We will see you guys either next week or October 8th, 2021, for the real season finale of season two or the season premiere of season three, episode one of Beyond This Earth. Take care and have a nice day. Beyond This Earth is a Garo Gothic production.